This portion of our program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, right off of 146. Delicious food and drink, always a nice crowd. You can either eat in the lounge area, there's normally a game on and a nice group of people there, or you could sit out in the dining room. Don't forget the nice weather, they have the deck open. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, delicious food and drinks awaiting for you. I'll see you at the Lodge. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Well, as I had said, this scandal involving the campaign, Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos, not only does it show no signs of, of slowing down, if anything, it's getting bigger. Now, there's a lot at stake here. This has to do, obviously, with the signatures. But beyond that, now you have the Attorney General involved. Peter Narona, and he's not fooling around, and maybe people are realize or don't realize, but there is no love loss between Governor McKee and Narona, and this is the McKee Matos administration. So, Attorney General Peter Narona taking control of this criminal investigation, and now we're up to four communities: Jamestown, Newport. Now, Barrington, East Providence were added. There could be more coming today. This is a full-fledged dumpster fire. I'm going to also tell you the real dangers. This is not just, uh, I think, maybe the end of her campaign. I think this could be the end of her political career, even resulting in her stepping down. I'm talking about Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos, and let me tell you why. Now, I got an email from someone who said, well, you know, if she says that there should be accountability and, <clears throat> it, um, you know, and they should be punished, she, she's basically off the hook. I, I don't believe that. Let, let's look at this. First of all, the investigation, it's all still unfurling. Let's see if she can make it through the week. I'm not convinced that's going to happen. Um, th- th- what does this do for, number one, her, quote, campaign? She can't campaign. She's under, her campaign is under criminal investigation. Now, it starts with this woman, Holly, with the Hey Ashley ad, uh, who was part of the McKee campaign. But that that woman, granted all allegations, but it, it's pretty clear cut. You have the people that say, I didn't sign those papers. And then you also have, in Jamestown, people that, that are deceased. So now, if you want to say, and it was notarized, by this Evan England of the Matos campaign. Now, this woman, Holly, she was also a paid staffer. When you think on these campaigns of how many people are, are on the campaign, um, not that many people are paid. So she was paid. She was hired to work on this. But as, as according to our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd, each uh, false fraud signature, each one is a, is a felony count. So how, how many are we up to? Now, I'm going to play the Channel 12 piece, but she could be facing it. many, many felonies here. <clears throat> so not only do I, I don't believe, I don't think she can't run her entire campaign. The, the primary is coming up September 5th. This investigation is going to go on, you know, for quite some time. Who's to say this could go to a grand jury? But on top of that, I, I don't see what, what, what good is it for Governor McKee to now be saddled with a lieutenant governor that he handpicked that an essence is now just a non-stop, excuse me, scandal machine. I mean, this is bad for him. So Channel 12 is doing tremendous reporting on this, Tim White. I want to play their latest piece. And as I said, their coverage... The story's getting bigger, not smaller. So, now listen to this. Who say they never signed a nomination paper and a run for Congress, and now another criminal investigation has been launched. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. I'm Mike Montecalvo. And I'm Shannon Heggie. Target 12 investigator Tim White is here now with the latest. Tim? Well, Mike and Shannon, so far, Target 12 has tracked down nine people who dispute their signature on the Matos campaign's paperwork. The signature scandal in Rhode Island's first district congressional race has reached Newport. 
On Wednesday morning, Target 12 visited Newport City Hall, signatures. where city election officials were scrutinizing signatures on nomination papers for congressional candidate and Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. I find that all three of these signatures are questionable. Ultimately voting unanimously to take action. This would be referred to the police department. And the vote comes after Target 12 revealed multiple people dispute signing nomination papers for Matos, signatures that are required to appear on the ballot in the race to replace former Congressman David Cicilline. Is that your signature? No, it is not my signature. Not my handwriting at all. Among them, Perrin Tyser of Newport. So you never signed nomination papers for Sabina Matos? I have never signed uh, nomination papers for anybody. Target 12 called the names on the list of signatures for the Matos nomination papers and combed the streets of Newport. Knocking on doors. Her signature is forged. Okay. Records show the signatures were gathered by Matos campaign worker Holly McLaren. Documents submitted by McLaren to Jamestown election officials are already under the police spotlight there. Target 12 paid McLaren a visit at her Providence home. No one came to the door and she did not return a call for comment. Back in Newport. So this right here is not your mother's signature? No, unfortunately, no. That is a forced signature. It's she forced says signature. it herself, and it's not her signature. We met Katisha Lopez and her mother, who were stunned when we showed them a document they say they've never seen. How do you feel that your mother's signature was forged? I'm really upset, and it's sad that it's happening, and I can't believe someone even forged it. Now, last night, the Matos campaign provided a statement that said in part, while it is clear we have submitted more than enough signatures to qualify for the ballot, I am deeply troubled by what has been reported in the news of Mike and Shannon. By our count, McLaren has collected about 320 signatures for the Matos campaign. And Tim, at this point, do you know the status of that campaign worker? Yeah, we do. Uh, spokesperson did confirm that uh, she was a paid worker for the Matos campaign, but she is no longer working for the campaign. And coming up new at six we discovered mclaren is no political newcomer either in fact she made a cameo in a high profile campaign ad in the race for governor with the target 12 investigators tim white 12 news very very good job indeed and of course that was <clears throat> she was in that very obnoxious very very obnoxious uh commercial right with the whole uh hey ashley ad that she was uh let me play it again You're, ashley that's not rhode island yeah that's her so she also signed the, the papers, and she doesn't live in the 1st District. So, folks, this is getting worse, not better. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Make sure to find The John DePietro Show Facebook page, and you can watch all the action on the scene live stream. Follow it all, real-time, live stream. Just follow John DePietro Show right there on the Facebook page. At Med Urgent Care, walk-in urgent care center, all your medical needs. They're open seven days a week, doctors and nurses. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. That's right in the Atwood Medical Center, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. Again, they're open seven days a week. At Med Urgent Care, when you need urgent care without the wait now, when I've been in that situation and I needed urgent care, that's where I went. If you want to go to an emergency room and have a long wait, well, you're free to do that. Otherwise, do what I did. Go to At Med Urgent Care, whether it's work-related, maybe someone's not feeling well, someone needs stitches, whatever it may be. At Med Urgent Care, comprehensive outpatient urgent care facility. There's two locations, one near you, Johnston, right in the Atwood Medical Center, and also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich. That's right across from Felicia's. When you need, and I need urgent care, you want AtMed Urgent Care. Again, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and the Atwood Medical Center, and 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich. Seven days a week, doctors and nurses, AtMed Urgent Care. Okay, sorry. Folks, that's quite all right. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. We can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Joining us right now, independent columnist, opinion maker. It is Donna Perry and DJ. Uh, the Kennedy name in New England certainly carries certain still life, still a certain mystique. You hear that? Let alone it's Bobby Kennedy's son. But uh, Kennedy right now. Going against President Biden, yeah, it seems to be a little bit of a difficult assignment. Uh, the way the media—I'm anxious to hear your thoughts on how the media is covering his candidacy. Yeah, and uh, great to be with you, John. 
I, it is actually remarkable to me, and I think some of us of a certain age, John, when, when you think back of how this is the son of Robert Kennedy, um, who is, yeah, he's a maverick, and, and there are, you know, he has some um, controversial views, and he's got the, the kind of the permanent throat voice, um, weak throat problem. Yeah. But I, I just will say... Uh, as you say, like he is a Kennedy. And the fact that, I mean, to me, there's almost like a venom in the way that the national media um, has covered him. And it is really kind of just this, it, it's amazing to think of how, if you go back a number of decades, John, it, when you think of the reverence, JFK, if he was yeah. the number one revered, really of all time, Democratic politician, no question. Right. Yep. Well, no, number two was RFK, um, yeah. obviously very tragically also assassinated. And this is his son. Um, and so to, to see how the media, again, to just almost kick him to the curb, in my view, is, is like the tone of the coverage. And, you know, yeah, like a couple of things about this. Obviously, um, anyone who, as we know, would question uh, anything really, John, at this point to do with COVID if it is not the 100% sure. narrative, right? right. Um, I've said that COVID has almost become the third rail of American politics. They used to say that about, you know, don't ever question the elderly and anything they want or Social Security. Well, anything with COVID, any politician um, questioning um, so how it was handled in the origins and the Chinese and the Wuhan lab, all of it. It, it has almost made him, John, he's like a leper. He's like the untouchable. Like they, they, you know, he can't get any kind. I'm not aware of any kind of a serious interview, by the way. Um, and despite he has a mix of views, on the other hand, he is a staunch, um, longtime, you know, environmentalist. Um, yes. He absolutely. He's very, he's very compelling. To he actually did a long form interview with Joe Rogan, and he's very knowledgeable on products that were, you know, put in and the effects it can have. And right. When you listen to him, DJ. Obviously, listen. You know, obviously the throat thing's a problem, but he's sixty nine years old. He's been. He's very, very knowledgeable. I agree. Access to yeah. People traveled. Um, it is odd the way though, you know, the more he's getting a profile. The biggest thing is, I, I don't. There's no way Biden could de could debate him on a stage, right? Well, and see, and I think that that there is a bit of a concern that they never will acknowledge in Biden camp or the top of the DNC and the people who you know run that party because they they probably think, and I think this is true. There are probably still plenty of Americans, and by the way, senior citizens who are active voters who you say the Kennedy name and they feel that could be a bit of a challenge, um, you know, to kind of a un very unpopular uh, incumbent president. Obviously, for in the in the party's worldview, John, it is heresy to be taking on the sitting Democratic president. Right. Like right. so. So he's and he's kind of running this kind of maverick campaign. But I agree. Like, I, I do find. Um, when you think of Massachusetts and how and all all the other Democratic politicians, by the way, a, a Kennedy was an untouchable for right. a very, very like long time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Rhode Island had the run with Patrick Kennedy. And of course. I mean, you know, and they knew they could just barnstorm in and um, the rest was going to be history. And it was when you think of how the national media, John, through all the years and the scandals of Ted Kennedy That's right. um, and how the media really softballed around all that. And again, how none of the other major Demo there was not a major Democratic senator. I don't think they ever laid a glove on him. They, right. Again, the scandals, you know, the women, the, the stuff that by today's standards, I'm sorry, like it was me too stuff all over the place. Yeah. I Good mean, they, you know, the Palm Beach thing. So that all being said, RFK Jr., um, I think, he, and, and the other issue, I'll just say quickly, that he has questioned, and I think a lot of Americans question this, but they're afraid to speak up, and, and questioning this embrace of, you know, telling 12-year-olds that they should be encouraged to change their gender. 
That's um, right. And he speaks up on it. He does. And I, I think there's a lot of parents who, uh, it's, you don't have to be a parent to agree that there is a, something very concerning and it's very, you know, disturbing to people to watch this embrace of this. Yes. So um, I do think he, you know, uh, he's going to be out there. He, he'll have money and he's a Kennedy. So I think they, all the more reason they're, they're concerned about him being, you know, in the game. Yeah, I think, uh, and again, folks, for Sweet with Donna Perry, DJ, I think you bring up a great point. But I also, you know, he was on, you know, your niece uh, met him. He was on yes. the couch on Fox and Friends. Fox and Friends gave him the phone okay. Now, Biden would never go, obviously. He can't do any interviews. So, but right. Fox, they made time for him. And he was in his comfort zone. And again, you listen to him. He's very, very knowledgeable and could hold his own. But there's also an interesting development. There's some wealthy Republican donors, and they're pumping money into the campaign. So I think interesting. this yeah. thing gets closer to Iowa, and then it gets closer to New Hampshire. Let's face it. There would be nothing more embarrassing for the Biden campaign and the Democrat Party if can you imagine if Kennedy beats Biden in Iowa or beats him in New Hampshire? Absolutely. You're going to have Gavin Newsom, the rest of them saying, I knew I should have jumped into the race. So I think it's almost like sport at this point. Republicans see that they could almost create some mischief by boosting up, you know, the Kennedy campaign. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's exactly right. And I think yeah. that there are people who want to put some money behind it. They do want to create mischief. Sure. John, they, they also want to, you know, sort of drag Biden out a bit to speak about some of the issues and especially about the issue, um, which, you know, the Democrats have decided everyone in America thinks it's just fine to have surgeries pushed on um, young people. And and there is a lot of coercion going on. I don't care what anyone says. You uh, and it's I think it's very um, again, it's disturbing to watch. It is. Um, so I think they, they'll, they'll tease it out and that they could make it hard for Biden to dodge answering to some of this. Yeah. And I think that is going to play a larger issue, Donna Perry, simply because, and anyone that wonders that, go to the liquor store and see how much Bud Light they have stocked up or how much <laughs> Bud Light they're not selling. I think that is one of those issues that if someone calls them on the phone it's a stranger. They don't know who it is. People want to say the correct, politically correct thing. But then when it's a question of you go to the liquor store and then you decide which beer you're going to buy, yep. Bud Light has lost literally billions of dollars with this whole trying to force an agenda. And then the same thing, I think it, it could translate because Biden said he's all in on it. I think it, it could translate to the voting booth as well. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. AJ, drywall, plaster, home improvement, call them today for a free quote. You can also find them on Facebook, 401-323-9252, 323-9252, AJ, drywall, plasters, home improvement, frame to finish basements. What a difference it'll make in your basement. Acoustic ceilings. Look how beautiful your ceiling could be. New homes, additions, also commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling contact them today it's a family-run business aj drywall plaster home improvements call for a free quote what a difference they'll make in your home your ceilings floors basements 401-323-9252 what a difference beautiful walls and ceilings 401-323-9252 you can also find them on facebook it's AJ Drywall Plaster and Home Improvements for your home or business. We're speaking with independent columnist and opinion maker Donna Perry. DJ, President Trump is President Trump, and he's got his legal problems. But I'm curious to hear your thoughts on the DeSantis campaign, because that to me is someone. Now, again, I, I still say until they get up on the stage, and we'll see if the President, President Trump shows up in August for that. But uh, without question. I, I don't know. There's something lacking there with Governor DeSantis. He, he's definitely fighting bad headlines right now. Yeah. They definitely also, they're re-questioning the strategy, which you and I had, had talked about with Jeff Deal, this whole business of I'm not going to do mainstream interviews. Um, and now the DeSantis people are saying, gee, maybe I should do uh, uh, this week with Stephanopoulos. Maybe I should do uh, a Good Morning America or Meet the Press. 
uh, or some just mainstream type. There's a big interview coming up. He's going to sit down with Jake, Jake Tapper on CNN. But w- what is your assessment of what's wrong with the DeSantis campaign? Well, as you say, like, I, I think um, you, you can't just try. You're not going to be Trump. Trump is Trump. Uh, Number one. So, you know, the idea of, oh, you know, knock the media around and all that stuff, which I think that that's part of it. Or he thinks that's what the base wants. Look, I I kind of take um, the view that it's not so stark. Um, I think there's also a narrative that a lot of the media wants to portray like, oh, the end of DeSantis or something. Um, This is July and in, in 2023. So number one. I don't see that the guy's like going, you know, down a hole and he can't get out of it. Number one. Um, and I think there's still, there's a lot of money that's going to follow him. Um, and there is money going to him, but I think he, yeah, he's in kind of a slump, uh, maybe the rookie slump, you know, and he's trying um, to, to the, I think the difficulty for him though, John, and, and part of this, I think is some of the liberal media wants it this way. They do incessantly, just talk and cover Trump. And so I'm sorry, when you run polls, you and I know how this works. There's plenty of people they are going to just really point to what they're hearing out there the most, what they're seeing. You know what I mean? John Trump's name is just there and it hangs in the air. And so I think that's part, part of when you're seeing um, polls and they, they have Trump at a high, I don't know, maybe 39, 40s. And then, right. you know, which... To me, that's actually. Well, I think those are going to come down. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I don't think, think that's that. Down, I don't think that's a bragging thing. I mean, Trump's no. name—you were the president of the United yes. States. So, and he just to me, continues you, to dominate. You, the you, you're going to get out of bed, and you've got forty yeah. percent. Um, right. So, DeSantis. So, it's kind of in a frozen spot right now. I've said this for a while. It won't stay that way. Um, and I do think there's a pivot that is being recognized by DeSantis' campaign, as you say. You don't want to be. Mr. Out on the sidelines, out on the fringe, and you don't talk to the Jake Tappers at CNN. Um, you know, you can't, this DeSantis can't play that in that way, in my view. So okay. I think you're no, going to see I, him out there with, you know, okay. conventional media. I am media. intrigued, though. Is this someone down in Perry right now in the current field, other than those two that just piques your interest or that you find intriguing as a candidate? Well, you know, I, you know, yeah, like I think that there are um, there there is uh, Tim Scott, who I think is is a guy that people over time might give a little look to. And I only say that because I think there but is. You, also, I'm talking um, you personally. I'm not talking I, about people. <laughs> well, I have not really decided. I except that okay. I have been a fan of DeSantis from DeSantis. the beginning. And I okay. really have. And I continue to think. When at the end of the day, and you have to be able to do it rough and tumble, and the second piece is you have to have the money, John. And I think he's going to attract. He has the rough and tumble ability, and and the money will be with him. And I think a lot of these other people, you know, and I'll just say this. I I like his tagline that it has to become about winning. And under Trump, it's not going to be winnable. Yeah. So I'm going to leave it at I I still am intrigued by the governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin. I think he may still jump in. Uh, He's been wildly successful in Virginia. He's he's got a different approach to him. I wouldn't put him in the same category as President Trump and DeSantis. I think those two battling out Youngkin. Yeah, we'll we'll see. But I I think he's still kind of looking around, kicking at the edges uh, I, I think in the fall, it, it still could be that it's not too late to jump in. Again, he's a very engaging guy, ran a great, as you and I discussed, great campaign against Terry yeah. McAuliffe. And Youngkin, to me, is he's he's just not as – DeSantis is pretty hard-edged in yeah. the Battle of Disney. And it just seems like he's always ready to, like, pick a fight with someone. I, I think Youngkin has a, a softer appeal. Brilliant guy, wildly successful, ran the Carlisle Group, cashed out a – 500 million. Yeah. I still think that that is someone someone to I watch to yeah. watch. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, Donna Perry, you know, as much as so it's Kennedy and Miriam Williamson. But I, I just want your thought. You know, there was Biden with representative from Israel. And, he, you know, he, he literally seemed like he was dozing off and reading off the card. And he's still always walking off the wrong side of the stage. 
Right. I, I think it benefits him that President Trump continues to garner all this attention. But I, yeah, I still I think Democrats deep down, I think they are still not sold that he's going to be able to pull the trigger and pull this off. Um, they better hope that it's against like a President Trump. But I she is just so unimpressive. And and I think I think Democrats secretly are concerned about biden as the candidate we're talking about like a year from now yeah and and again a lot can happen to someone who is you know it it is not shared with the public but um he has health issues i think anyone can see that Uh, there i've said this many times i think he has the traits of a person with parkinson's and so you see the shuffling walking and i've talked about some of this so i would just say this um i really don't think that when they're behind closed doors a they're not a thousand percent sure he will ultimately be able to execute the whole thing and be, you know, when you think about what a campaign trail is now you can say, Oh, he was sheltered and he won't have to do much. But I, I don't think, I think the, the democratic party internally is not sold in the idea that, that he will go the distance with this. Um, and so what does that mean for them though, John, that's like a real, real, you know, fireball, like what, what does that mean? And then who, who jumps into the vacuum, you know, and I do think Harris is a very unpopular vice president. Agreed. So, you know, I think it's in the Republicans court to keep reminding people, does the rather feeble aging president have to get out in midterm? And then, you know, you, it's president Harris. I think you're going to see a lot of themes all around that. Whether, and I do think they're going to keep you have two big dynamics in my view, just quickly. Um, I think the DOJ and the pursuit of Trump is like this is right there. That's the number. It's almost the larger issue. Um, but I also think the longer they're dragging it out and there is a lot of politics in it. I'm sorry. It absolutely is. And the longer they drag it out, though, John, it plays to Trump's advantage because it yeah. does look completely, you know, to stop him, quote, Sure. From being the 2024. And if anything, it blocks everyone else. Yeah. But so. I think you saw just so, so quickly. He, he did the town hall meeting with Hannity and he has Hannity almost begging him to get off the same day voting thing. And let's oh, face it, yeah. President Trump is no spring chicken. He would not. He refused. He's like, nope, day of. Uh, otherwise, that's not how it works anymore. And, blah, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And, right. and there's Hannity almost like pleading with him to get off that. But. Yeah. I, I don't I don't uh, I don't know. We're going to see. But I I still think there is an opening. But I, I think the larger problem sits on the Democrat side, because I, I think Democrat to their core are not sold that Biden Harris can get it over the right. finish line. And right. Folks, again, she is independent columnist, opinion maker. And it's great to talk to her, Donna Perry. TJ, great job as always. And we will talk to you again. Great to talk to you. Yep. Remember to log on to DePetro.com. We have original stories, original videos, also links to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Plus, you can get some great merchandise in the shop. Log on, dipetro.com. Propane Plus, call them today. Heating and cooling in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. For Propane Plus. Three generations you can always depend on Propane Plus for all your heating and cooling. Call them today, 401 885 4209. Three generations, they're available 24 7 for service and delivery, and they're going to serve you for a very long time. They have a great user friendly website. You just log on at propaneplus.com and then you type in your zip code, residential or commercial, Propane Plus. Heating and cooling, always there for you. Give them a call today in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. The Johnson family, three generations, heating and cooling. You can always depend on Propane Plus. Remember to follow the John DePietro Show on YouTube. It's John DePietro Show on YouTube. Subscribe, which means you get notified whenever we post New videos, you find original content, video you can't find anywhere else. Subscribe today. It's free. It's the YouTube channel of The John DePietro Show. 
You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Well, folks, as we know, it's been a big week. Another round, President Trump leaking. He expects to be indicted. However, many GOP senators are holding back on defending him. Joining us right now from the Hill is, in fact, it's Alexander Bolton. Alexander, first of all, John DePietro, thank you for joining us. And um, let's talk about this a little bit of... You know, it is um, ironic, and I was commenting how, my God, it's it's not even like a, an entire news week when a former president now is being in, indicted or likely indicted. Um, well, I mean, it is big news. It's the biggest news in Washington right now that uh, Special Counsel Jack Smith is expected in the next few weeks to indict uh former President Trump on additional charges. Uh, Trump is already facing 71 felony counts from the uh, district attorney for Manhattan and John Smith related to the uh, uh, Mar-a-Lago documents. And so there are going to be more uh, charges coming. And um, what what Smith communicated to uh, President Trump in the last couple of days or last few days is that he is a target of a grand jury investigation related to January 6th. And we will see uh, exactly what charges he's he, uh, the, the special counsel will bring. The expectation, according to reports, is that he is going to be, the foreign presidents could be charged with uh, trying to def- impeding, obstructing a, a government um, uh, activity and uh, attempting to defraud the United States, uh, obstructing uh, with a tampering with a witness. So uh, these are going to be serious charges, and um, we'll see the details soon. Folks, again, we're speaking with from the Hill, Alexander Bolton. Alexander, what what about the um, the leadership in the Senate? They seemingly, Mitch McConnell, and so forth, they seem extremely quiet. Well, what's interesting is um, during or at the conclusion of Trump's second impeachment trial in February of 2021, uh, Mitch McConnell was very explicit in blaming Trump for the attack on the Capitol on January 6, 2021. He said that uh, President Trump was uh, practically and morally responsible for the events that day because uh, the the mob that stormed the Capitol and ransacked the parliamentarian's office and caused uh, more than a hundred Capitol police officers to be injured. Um, they thought they were acting on the wishes and orders of, of former President Trump, and uh, more than a thousand people have been charged, and, um, and many of them have said, as you know, in defense, that they they were acting on what they thought former President uh, Trump's wishes were. So that's where McConnell was two years ago. Now. I asked him yesterday, you know, whether he thinks it's appropriate to uh, charge Trump criminally for what happened on January 6th, and, and he declined to answer. He said that um, uh, basically he does not want to be critiquing any of the candidates for president. And what's interesting here is that it's a it's a break from what the House Republican leadership is doing, in particular uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy, a Trump ally. He's been very explicit, and he's been very uh, vocal in his support for Trump, and he has uh, called this a politically motivated prosecution. He says that there's a, a double standard of justice here and that uh, the Justice Department is um, targeting Trump for political reasons because he is the front runner for the Republican nomination. Folks, again, we're speaking with Alexander Bolton of The Hill. His story, GOP senators hold back on defending Trump as he fight, faces new indictment. Alexander, uh, just two other questions. One, who in the Senate would you say is maybe the closest ally to President Trump? You know, that's, that's a hard question to answer, but I think at this point it may be Tommy Tuberville, the uh, Republican senator from Alabama. Um, the, the, I, the day that um, Trump was arraigned in Miami for improperly holding the uh, classified documents at Mar-a-Lago and conspiring to obstruct justice, um, T- Tuberville actually uh, he traveled to Bedminster, New Jersey, uh, the Trump National Golf Club, uh, the day of the arraignment and had dinner with Trump uh, the day he was arraigned. So I think that is an extraordinary show of support for the former president on the day he was arraigned in Miami. And um, it it shows, I think, that that Tuberville is is his staunchest ally. I think Tuberville was also the first to endorse his presidential campaign back in November, Trump's presidential campaign. So he, he is very close with with the president and um, Alabama is one of Trump's stronger states, so he certainly is going to win that in the primary uh, next year. Final question, Alex. Um, as far as senators not criticizing the prosecutor Jack Smith, do you think is that a reflection on 
the leadership of Mitch McConnell, or is it more a reflection on the decorum that they have in the Senate? Well, I think it's a reflection that um, Smith is – I mean he's a credible prosecutor. Yes. He, he is – I mean he did secure a conviction against former Virginia Governor uh, Bob McDonnell who is a Republican. That conviction was thrown out by the Supreme Court um, on grounds that the federal prosecutors had over, over-interpreted the – or applied to broad interpretation of the federal bribery statute. But – uh, Smith is a, you know, he is a formidable prosecutor and professional. I mean, he, he's he's not a hack, um, at least according to the Republican senators I've spoken to. They, you know, they acknowledge that he is a, you know, serious professional, and so they are not going as far as their House counterparts in, in trying to tear him down. And of course, you may have noticed, but you know, for instance, Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and others in the House have, you know, attacked, really trying to tear Smith down. But I think that, that you know, we haven't seen that in the Senate because I think there's a recognition that he is, in fact, a, a professional and legitimate prosecutor. Folks, again, with the Hill, he's Alex Bolton. Alex, great to talk to you. Great insight. Keep up the good work and we'll talk to you again. Thanks a lot. Get your driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 25 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating. Call for a free estimate today, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. J. Perry Paving, a licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting your needs. No matter how big, how small, contact them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. What a difference it makes for your driveway, for your business, parking lot. J, letter J, J Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Online at jperrypaving.com and look for them on Facebook. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. Folks, joining us right now, former chief of policy, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. And it is, uh, we've spoken to him in the past. He's terrific. It's, it's Rob Law. Rob, thank you for taking the time. I'd like to ask you about this latest ongoing push to try to hold some sense of accountability to Secretary Mayorkas regarding the situation at the border. Absolutely. And uh, thanks for having me back on. So, Rob, talk a little bit of... Uh, exactly how the situation in your mind in the accountability for Mayorkas, uh, the path that it's going right now? So just yesterday, uh, two very important things happened as far as holding Secretary Mayorkas accountable for the humanitarian and national security crisis at the southern border. Uh, first off, you had the the Committee on Homeland Security in the House held their second hearing uh, looking into the way that Secretary Mayorkas is refusing to enforce the law and the implications that that has on Americans across the country. Uh, and second, they released a very lengthy phase one report into his dereliction of duty. Basically, what they have done is they have compiled all sorts of evidence. They have looked at the, the legal standards, and they are making the case for the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas for his decision to basically hand over control of our southern border to the cartels, to the human traffickers. And the implications have just been absolutely alarming across the country. You know, one of the things, Rob, that seems to be coming out is, uh, you know, whether or not it's actually in- intentional. Sometimes in these situations, um, you know, people are accused of almost being incompetent. But what, what strikes me is it's it's the intentional dereliction of duty. Well, you're absolutely right. And, and that is the difference. You know, you have other cabinet officials in this administration who are just incompetent. They're bad at their jobs. They're not qualified. But they checked whatever box it was that this administration was looking for. Alejandro Mayorkas knows exactly what he's doing. Um, what your listeners may not realize is he spent eight years at DHS 
during the Obama administration, including serving as the deputy secretary, the number two in charge uh, during the final term of Obama. So he knows this stuff. He knows exactly what he's doing. He understood the implications of what would happen if they took a wrecking ball to all the Trump policies that they inherited. Um, so there's no other conclusion that can be reached other than this is 100 percent intentional. It is 100 percent a violation of his oath of office. And it is making America less safe. What do you think, Rob, about if you could just touch on, I mean, the, the allegation is that there's, I believe, at least a dozen laws or court orders related to immigration that they believe that that uh, falls, you know, uh, right on him. If you could just touch on that. Sure. I mean, there, there's so many uh, different avenues about what it is that they're they're doing wrong. Um just looking at the, the population at the southern border, the people who are exploiting our asylum system, the law only affords for two options. You either detain them or you have them wait in Mexico. And that's basically what the Trump administration policy was known as remain in Mexico. If you don't have enough detention space, that's fine. They can wait in Mexico. But what you cannot do is you cannot just release them into American communities, give them work permits, and hope that someday they show up to their immigration courts. Um, the, another provision uh, I don't think is getting enough attention is this parole authority. And so, you know, people may think of parole in the you know the criminal justice system context. Well, immigration parole is a little bit different. It is a very narrow authority to allow somebody who doesn't otherwise qualify for a visa to come in for a very narrow reason, like an urgent humanitarian health emergency uh, or somebody who's helping law enforcement with the, the prosecution of a case. What Mayorkas has done is he said, I'm going to pick favored nations around the world. And if you are from that country and you apply through a mobile app, we'll just wave you through a port of entry. And they're calling this a lawful pathway, but it's not. There's nothing lawful about it. These are what are called inadmissible aliens, which means they are here without permission. And they've basically thrown our immigration laws into the trash and are creating their own system in direct violation of the way our system of government works. Folks, again, he's an America first leader and uh, so knowledgeable. We appreciate his time. Former chief of policy, U.S. Citizenship Immigration Services. It's Rob Law. Rob, again, thank you for taking the time to speak to us on the John DePietro Show. Be well and we'll talk to you again. Great. Thanks, John. Falcon Pest Services, when you have a pest problem, give them a call. Serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services, residential or commercial, whether it is for maybe you have some kind of a termite problem, bed bugs, ants, roaches. Listen, a mice problem. Mice can be problematic. Rats, mosquitoes, many other pests. Falcon Pest Services, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, all different types of programs, multifamily housing, condos, apartments, single-family homes, restaurants, office buildings, highly trained, experienced pest control technicians. Maybe it's once a year. Maybe it's a one-time treatment, monthly service, quarterly, or year-round protection. You can depend. Falcon Pest Services. Call them today for a free quote, 401 739 1322. Get your yard sprayed. Get rid of those mosquitoes. Falcon Pest Services. Call today, 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services. You can also find them on Facebook. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, you're going to see some things in the news about these homeless encampments. And the Providence Journal has a story. There's a pregnant woman at the homeless encampment. I mean, that is sad. She's hoping she can find housing so that she can get custody of her daughter again. She said it's a major problem trying to stay clean and sober because the homeless encampment is filled with illicit drug users. This is insanity that they're allowing these people. They also complained, well, there's so much trash because they don't put out trash cans for us to pick up. These are people, they don't want any responsibility. They want everyone to just take care of them. These are adults. Uh, they're all English-speaking. They're all Americans. I think they're all Rhode Islanders. What, why don't you... See, th th this is ridiculous. Like, they don't even have the wherewithal. Why don't you go out and purchase a trash can? But this business that the media is taking that somehow, how can we evict these homeless encampments and there's nowhere for them to go 
that that's not the way our society works. They're not contributing anything to society. It's what we've thought. This is, and it. listen, don't get me wrong. It is sad and tragic that these people are serious drug users. And that's why you find all the needles. And, and that's how they're even living that way. And that's their priority in living that way. But you're not helping them by then just allowing them to camp outside or giving them free rooms to stay in. So they need serious help. They need drug rehabilitation. But it's not going to get any easier. When you have government now, government is going to allow more people to use illicit drugs. But it's supposed to be, you know, hey, I'm an adult and I have the freedom. I should have the freedom to do that. And you can't tell me I can't use those things. And like, where are we going with this? If that's going to be then the attitude of I want to use drugs, but I want you to also take care of me. Um, we're just not built that way. So these people with the homeless encampments, it, 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 it can't be allowed to go on. We can't have people just camping out wherever. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Stop in and see Marie, that historic white church. Shop local, inside, all quality products, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies. They understand quality, integrity. It's My Health. It's all about your health, local products. I say ye. Honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. You know, they carry over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products, and much more natural skincare products. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's all about health for you, for your family. There's vitamins for children, all different types of teas, all different types of spices. Boy, what a difference it'll make. Shop local. Stop it and see the queen of health. It's Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Right in that historic white church. It's all about health. It's all about your health. At it's my health. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You, um can always listen online at our website, topetro.com. All right, the Matos campaign is out with a statement. And it sure sounds, they're trying to double down and say that she is, in fact, um, staying in the campaign. Breton, Brexton Isaacs, he's the campaign manager. Um, and he's the one that, of course, folks, you know, they were all depending on her staying there. Here's the statement. Our campaign, deeply disappointed, angry, angry to learn, reports inaccurate signatures were submitted to the campaign. Notice they don't use the word fraud. Our camp provided, provided clear instructions on how to get, correctly gather signatures. Anyone who violated these detailed instructions nomination process says no place in our campaign will be held accountable. Any insinuation our campaign in any way encourages simply false. Our campaign has conducted preliminary review. While we don't know every fact that gives them an out, here's what we've learned. A majority of the signatures submitted, they say 728, have been validated by local board of canvassers. We have qualified for the ballot in September. In Rhode Island, legal precedent makes it clear signatures authentically submitted validated will be counted. Vast majority of people who signed their names to place Sabina Matos on the ballot had their voices heard, signatures validated. We're grateful local board of canvassers done their jobs. Our campaign reviewed complaints sent to the Board of Elections. We're confident once they reviewed the facts, they'll uphold the determination we've qualified for the ballot. This is because the complaints do not challenge enough validated signatures to affect our status on the ballot. During her 12 years in office, Sabina's proven track record and integrity, support necessary to win, campaign proud and strong support, Look forward to electing. See, they are doubling down and staying in. I So this is a good thing for us. She is staying in the race. Now, one of her opponents, Gabe Ammo, um, says, I continue to be shocked by the refusal of Matos to explain these circumstances of election fraud committed on behalf of her campaign to concern Rhode Islanders. And it's true. 
The Matos campaign has said it's clear we submitted more than enough signatures to qualify the ballot. The fact is certainly not clear to me. We need to get to the bottom of this by hearing from the lieutenant governor and allowing law enforcement to do their job. Rhode Islanders are demanding answers. I would like to thank the attorney general's office for taking the lead into this acts of election fraud. Now, that's one of her opponents using it. So now the good news here is that Matos right now is doubling down and the campaign claims that they're going to keep her in the race. And what what is uh, interesting here, folks, is is that she's trying to say, okay, if we submitted 800 signatures and you only need 500 to qualify for the ballot, even though 300 of them uh, or 200 of them are fraudulent, well, we we still cross the threshold that, you know, her campaign is under criminal investigation criminal investigation and this wasn't a rogue staffer this is a paid staffer who also was paid by the mckee campaign so the matos people are head down and good i want them to stay in good she this is this is embarrassing it flames up the story even more now they're saying this on a thursday so if they're staying this on a thursday this investigation the story is getting bigger not smaller that means it extends into next week. This means now let's start to look at some of the signatures submitted for Governor McKee's campaign. Folks, this also comes into play where look at how if they feel, okay, what do you need? 500 signatures. Well, we're going to submit all these extra ones. Who cares if there's fraud? Because as long as we have enough, right, as long as we have enough to kind of still qualify then we'll just throw through so maybe if they don't pick up on it then we have 600 signatures if they do pick up on it okay well we'll still have the 500 that we need so so in other words she's willing to accept uh, a certain amount of fraud as long as it keeps her on the ballot um i i am now this is really going to flame up her opponents which is a good thing but that is a statement from the Matos campaign. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. This portion of our program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, right off of 146. Delicious food, drink, always a nice crowd. You can either eat in the lounge area. There's normally a game on and a nice group of people there. Or you could sit out in the dining room. Don't forget the nice weather. They have the deck open. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Delicious food and drinks awaiting for you. I'll see you at the Lodge. Remember to follow The John DePietro Show on YouTube. It's John DePietro Show on YouTube. Subscribe, which means you get notified whenever we post new videos. You find original content, video you can't find anywhere else. Subscribe today. It's free. It's the YouTube channel of The John DePietro Show.